Welcome to Effortless Living. I'm Susan Thompson, your host, and again today we have wonderful Blake O'Neill. So nice to have you again. Thanks for having me again, Susan. Thank you. You're welcome. Today's topic is the difference between letting go and giving in. It's an interesting topic. We haven't even really discussed it, so we have no idea where this is going to take us today. So thanks for being here and listening to us, and let's talk about the difference between letting go giving in and giving in yeah so the whole thing kind of came about because um one of the instructors that i listen to quite a bit uh he has very high level martial arts skill okay Uh, his name is howard wong and i'll put a link down below uh and he talks about his own story and he mentions that once he got the way he got to the very high level that he is now is when he stopped fighting Okay. So so he went through his entire martial art journey, fighting his whole way through. Yeah. And then to obtain the higher levels, he stopped fighting? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, he studied with his father, who was a master or grandmaster since age 14, and or since Howard was 14. And um, he just got to the point where uh, he, he sort of... He was so successful in the sparring that he lost interest in it and thought about, well, why am I doing this? And he he gave it a year and he kind of came to the conclusion that he wanted to stop fighting. And by that very decision, his skill level just escalated. I mean, there's a lot more to it, but when I started his course and the first thing he said was stop fighting. Okay, stop fighting. So, like, stop fighting the process, stop fighting yourself. What what did he mean by stop fighting? See, this is why I like to have Blake, because he just, he processes and asks so many great questions. Well, I think he leaves that for your own discovery. Okay. And for me, what I started to realize is how much I fight in the day. And just little things. And I don't mean that it's um, overt and that people can see that, like, I'm fighting or that I'm picking fights with people or getting in arguments or confrontational or anything like that. But you're more fighting yourself. You're more fighting the flow of the day. The flow of the The, day. You're more like, no, this needs to be done at this time. Right. Okay. Yes. And even small things like trying to open up a Coke bottle. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Or any kind of container. I don't know. Containers are sort of my pet peeve. And so trying to open up a, a bag sometimes is so challenging. And what I find myself is that I'm muscling through it. Right. And the more frustrated I get with it or the less immediate it is, the, the more I try harder. So this ties into our second and primary energy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I try harder and I may get a little frustrated. And the next thing I know, I'm fighting it. I'm fighting this. And, and those kinds of things throughout the day. Okay. Somebody's in front of me driving slowly. I get frustrated. I'm going to fight that. Okay. I'm going to get around that person because they're in my way kind of attitude. Not, I'm not that way all the time. But, I'm just but, giving examples. Okay, but but in that example of someone's going slow in front of you, isn't yeah. getting on them or going around them not necessarily fighting? That's just kind of avoiding it, right? Is it? I feel like getting behind them and trying to, like, tailgate them uh-huh. and trying to, like, flash lights maybe to yeah. move them over the way, I feel like that's fighting them. I feel like you just... Being like, whatever, they're going to go slow. I'm going to go around them. As long as it's safe to do it. As long as it's safe to do it. Right. Well, um, yes. So I would, boy, yeah, if you're doing all those antics behind them, that's definitely a form of fighting, isn't it? But there's a third option. So the option is the the pushing. The second option is to go around, which takes some effort. And the third option is just chill. Yeah. And and not fight the situation. And sometimes when I do that, uh, different opportunities open up. Like somebody, another car will move out of the way completely, and then I can just move over easily. Whereas um, previously, when I have it in my mind that I have to fight this situation, I have to change the situation. Right. I have to get around that person. Then I'm forcing a situation. I'm using primary energy, and I'm looking for that opening. That in itself is a fight. I'm looking for that opening. Then when I see that opening, then I get around that person. Right. And so that's pretty effortful. That's using primary energy. 
Um, and you know, it's the difference, honestly, between the way my husband drives and the way I drive. And I know it drives him nuts when I go into Tai Chi mode and I'm like, hmm, okay, for whatever reason, I'm behind this person and I'm going to, and this is where we'll discuss the letting go versus giving in. Mm. And I'm just going to chill back and, and not fight this situation. And nine times out of 10, when I t- adopt that attitude, a different opening happens that's easier. It's like the path opens up for me to be able to pass the person. Right. Without that that bit of angst or that little edge to it that I've got to make this happen because I need to get where I'm going and this person's in my way. Right, right. Okay, okay. Uh, so there's, I think, when I really gave some thought to the not fighting, um, it realized, it revealed how much I... I am fighting throughout the day. I'm being totally transparent here. Now, and please, again, don't get the wrong impression. It's not like, I'm, you know, fighting and getting in arguments. And Susan's not fighting. waking up and fighting things off. <laughs> I don't and then wake up and doing all that. Now. Yeah, Whoa! no, she's not. Right on the mat. <laughs> it's just, it, 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 that's yeah. not what she's trying to say. Right, yeah, it's just a difference in attitude and approach. And, and the first step is, of course, awareness. Right. And I think if everybody listening today would just spend even one hour of bringing that awareness of not fighting, what happens is you start to realize how much you are fighting in ways that you weren't even aware of. Yeah. Um, It's been a real surprise to me. And I I have to remind myself. um, And and what it does is it gives you a gentler approach through the day. I mean, I don't know, cooking. We, we talked about mm-hmm, cooking before. Mm-hmm. You know, cutting, cutting something. And even that, if you use, if you're using your own power and you're cutting through it, you're fighting the material that you're cutting mm-hmm. through. Um, well, uh, well, an thinking, onion. Okay. I was thinking of an onion because of that resistance mm-hmm. there. And, um, for me, I'm, I'm, I'm short. So I'm having to use my shoulder muscles and everything and, and, and push through that onion. And in a way that's sort of fighting. Absolutely. Especially since the knife should do the work for you. Well, see, I didn't know that. I have the right tools. I guess. No, and I, I like what you're saying. So <laughs> what, what I'm equating to what you're saying is it, it, you're trying to cut the onion. You're having to get your shoulder into it. You're having to really lift the knife instead of. Spending a minute watching a YouTube video on how to properly cut an onion or (laughs) cut an onion, spend a minute sharpening your knife, taking a second, opening up a window because you know you hate the smell of onions and it always makes you cry and people always don't think like, maybe I should open a window first. Instead, you're just going full force. I feel like you're missing the opportunity to utilize your tool belt better. Oh, I love that. Yeah, that's that sharpening the saw mm-hmm. from the seven habits. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, instead they just fight through with uh, inadequate equipment or knowledge. Right. Instead of taking those few minutes to prepare to make the job easier. Uh, I really like what you're talking about, letting the knife do the work for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I've never experienced that. <laughs> it's because I'm fighting it. I think that I have to take action. Right. And, and yet, as a Tai Chi practitioner, I know that that's less effective, the taking the action. Because in Tai Chi, it's uh, the opposite. If we, The more we take action and mm-hmm. push, the more it works against us. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I think that's where the, the, um, this ties into the letting go versus giving, giving in. in. Yeah, so it kind of just came to me one day that there is, when I was teaching Tai Chi... I use the word occasionally to let go, let go of your muscles. Well, let's just do it sitting here. If you're just sitting, everyone, if you're sitting at, in your chair or whatever, and I tell you, and in this reference, I'm speaking mostly about your muscles, okay? But it can also be your mind. And I just tell you to let go. And now, and sense your body as you attempt this to let go. Okay. So can you describe maybe a little bit of what you felt? You know, it was interesting when, when I, when you said let go, I felt more 
I felt myself kind of sink into the table a little bit more. Mm-hmm. I felt more pressure on where my arms were on the edge of the table. Yes. Not like not like I was pushing into it, but kind of like I was just sinking into it more. Ah, well, those are perfect words because that's one of the qualities of Tai Chi is that we sink. And um, that that sinking we can transfer into the person that we're touching and then they start to feel that heaviness and so mm-hmm. sort of a disorienting feeling for them um so yeah okay well let's try the other one okay and see if there's a difference again we haven't we i have no idea where this is going we'll see and you participate too if you're listening or watching try to assume the same posture that you were in before and this time i want you to give in All right. And did you feel a different quality there? So it, it, I feel like it was different. I feel like I didn't have that kind of sinking into the table feeling. When you said give in, I feel like I kind of just unfocused. I kind of just zoned yeah. out. Ah, so maybe not z- uh, unfocused, but um, a little bit more uh, we call it out of your mind. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yes. So which one of those two do you feel like you were more calm? More calm? Yeah. It's probably giving in. Yeah. Because it gives us, for me, it's a dissipating quality. Like I feel my presence, but at the same time I feel expansion and floating. Now this is because I practice, but Maybe some of the listeners felt that as well. Whether we can put it into words or not, there was a different quality between letting go and giving in. Which is weird because they sound like the exact same phrase. They do, don't they? I mean, yeah. Let go, give in. It it sounds like you're saying the same thing. Right. And I know that we all hear words and, and accept their connotation in different ways because of our perspective, which is generally from our upbringing or our life experiences. But personally, um, maybe because it sounds like let it go, uh, to me, if somebody says let go, that infers that I'm holding on to something. Right. Let go of what? Yeah. (laughs) Now, in this context, of course, I was talking about your muscles. But in in a context of life or a situation, if somebody says let go, I think our our initial response to that is to resist it because it is telling us that we're holding on to something and right. that that's bad. I don't know. Maybe that's just my interpretation. Well, totally. Because when you say give in, I think give up and I'm like, I'm oh. good. I'm not giving up. Thank oh, you though. Oh, that's you interesting. Know? So yeah. I, I, it's weird that th- those two words have such different meanings just between us. So yes. I'm sure it has a lot of different meanings. Everyone listening. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's weird. Yeah. Because I mean, honestly, if you're in a if you're in an argument with your wife and you say just let it go. No, oh, the argument makes it worse. <laughs> it's not gonna happen, yeah, right? No, I'm it's I'm not... in so much trouble. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's just adding uh, fire or fuel to the fire. Yeah, that's pouring it? gasoline on it. Right. Of course, you wouldn't want to say give in. It might be a little experiment you could do, it might be a little disorienting, but on the other hand, Maybe if you say to yourself to give in. Right. If you don't, if you don't vocalize it and you just kind of let it happen, let, let it you go. You want to let go. I want to give or in. Or give it in. Right. If <laughs> yeah. you just want to kind of give in to the argument and just let the argument be done. For it, And it could just be even a temporary amount of time. Right. Uh, so someone says something to you that's pretty upsetting. And again, we don't have to react in the moment. And I'm, I'm really learning. It's about that space. I'm really learning to just, uh, go into a, a give in mode mm-hmm. and just make it for the moment. It doesn't have to be because, because maybe this, this needs to be addressed, whatever the issue is. But in that moment might not be the great time to address it. And I just give in to the moment or give in to it for that moment. And then later, once I've more 
uh, organized my thoughts, my mm-hmm. emotions, my feelings about it. And it's a more level-headed response. It's it's not fighting. It's a, it's a non-fighting response. Right. If I respond immediately, that's a, that I'm fighting. And it's only going to probably create more angst in the situation. More tension, more everything. Yeah. And less, uh, less outcome, less solution. Less positive outcome, for sure. Yes. There's still going to be an outcome, well, unfortunately. Yes. Uh, it's just not going to be the outcome right. either party wants. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So that just giving in or not fighting. So whether you want to call it let go, give in, or uh, it, those two qualities to me fall under the umbrella of not fighting for some reason he pop he just popped into my head and i literally just saw the black and white interview with bruce lee mm-hmm. just be like water oh yes right yes talented martial artist yes. possibly of all time he was very just go with it yeah just let it just let it happen just go with the flow just you know right. whatever's gonna come is gonna come yeah and he was just confident in himself yeah well confidence is I think you can build confidence when you, in fact, I think lack of confidence puts us in the... Survival mode? Yes. Which is the fighting mode? Yes. Okay. And so when you can start to put a little bit of this into practice, the non-fighting, and you start to get better results, then it builds your confidence and it builds on itself. Right. And you be, then you, you, it just expands and you become operating through life a different way. Yeah, you start flowing more. Yeah, and and water is a, a perfect metaphor mm-hmm. because water changes with the situation. It gives in to the situation, but it's very powerful. It gives it gives into the situation. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It doesn't let go into the situation. It gives into the situation. That's right. You're starting to. I don't. Yeah, you're yeah. starting to. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm looking at the pond out there and and remembering when it was dredged and we saw the bottom of the pond, and it was just a reservoir. It was a dry reservoir. But the water is giving into that reservoir mm-hmm. and it's filling it. And if you, we created a canal, then it will flow through the canal right. and it will go around the rocks. Uh, so it's giving in, but at the same time, it's so powerful as water is. I mean, you've, if you stand in front of a fire hydrant being shot at you, you know how powerful yeah. water is. Or an undertow yeah. in a beach. In the, you feel that undertow and how powerful that is. You see Niagara Falls mm-hmm. and that water. That's mm-hmm. The Grand powerful. Canyon carved by water. Oh, yes, right? exactly. Like, so in, Insanely powerful. Yeah. So that looking to nature to... Kind of figure all this out. Show us the way. Yeah. So in nature, what would be an expression of letting go, you think? Yeah, that's kind of what I thought. Yeah, that's why, uh, yeah. (laughs) It's like, hmm, maybe. Nature doesn't really let go. It really doesn't, does it? Even after forest fires, stuff grows back. Yes. It doesn't let anything go. After humans come and pour flaming hot asphalt over everything, yeah. it doesn't let it go. Weeds start popping their way back up. That's right. Right in front of my house, I have got grass like trying to pop its little head up. That's an interesting yeah, nature doesn't thought, let go. It doesn't. It, it doesn't. What about give in? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Just your analogy alone with the water. Right. That's yeah. a huge one. Mm-hmm. And, and roots of a tree, you know, they're moving. The earth gives in to the roots. Well, that's, that's the other thing. Like, um, uh, how do you make clay soil better for planting? You plant something on it. Oh, and the, really? And the roots will start loosening the clay soil. And uh-huh. then when that plant dies, it will add to the, the roots will rot and add good nutrients to the soil. And you plant something else on top of it. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so that's really interesting, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Hmm. And then the only time I see fighting in nature is when it's um, in the context of survival. Absolutely. When does nature fight? All the time. Huh, but why? To survive. To survive. Yeah. Yeah. And so maybe the fighting really needs to be reserved for those times when it's so serious, it's a matter of your survival. Okay. And survival can mean, it doesn't necessarily mean life or death or death. It could be your survival of having a roof over your head. So 
the survival, there's three things that have to be in place for you to move out of survival mode. And it's uh, shelter, food, and I think it's emotional security. Um, yeah, those three things have to be in place in order for you to be able to cultivate yourself beyond that survival mode. Okay. I think when we're in survival mode, that's when we're fighting. That's when we're more apt to fight. So because you said, you know, a roof, you know, a roof over your head, yeah. I think that expands to... I don't know what the number is, but it's an astronomical. I think it's over half of Americans are paycheck to paycheck. Mm. You miss that paycheck, that roof's not over your head anymore. So do we live in survival mode at our jobs? Do we live in survival mode looking at our bank account every day? Is that part of survival mode? Oh, well, I think it certainly is. It is. You know, because we... Yes. We're, when, we get, when we get in that situation, our job is so important to our survival, then we go to our job really sort of in a fighting mode, I would imagine. Right. Yeah, when we have options, when we can create options and we have options, then we can not be in that need to fight so much. Okay. And in the previous jobs I had, I, I needed that job. Sure. And man, you put up with a lot when you need a job. Yeah, you do. You? Yeah. yeah, you do. And it's almost like instinctively the supervisor's recognize that in us and take advantage of it in some ways. Um, but I still think there's a way of navigating, of turning off that fight or flight or that fighting instinct and turning it more into a let go or give in. And so I think when we're in that, that position without options, then we, we, we have to, we almost feel like we have to accept everything that's being thrown our way. Which puts us in a fighting. Which puts us in a fighting. In an internal way. Yeah. So I think when we create options for ourselves, then um, we don't have to fight quite as much. Yeah. I'm all about creating options. And I think uh, we can do that n no matter what our circumstances. We can, we can create options, whether they're real out there or whether they're in our own mind, uh, not meaning they're fake, but we can create mental options. In this position, do I let go? Do I give in? Do I stop fighting? Or do I make a change? Sure. Absolutely. So and those think, are options. Absolutely. And, and, you know, just because you you are uh, working at place, place A doesn't mean place B won't respect you more or pay you more or right. treat you better. There, there's always, like you said, options. You know, not everyone's going to have... A nice Tai Chi career to fall back on, but but that doesn't that doesn't mean that you're stuck. That yeah. doesn't mean you have to wake up every day and just go, oh, I have to go into work today. Oh, that's that's just an awful way to live. It is. It really is, and um, and we've all been there. We've yeah. all been there. I'm sure Susan's yes. not liked a job before too. Oh yeah, we've all been Absolutely. there. But I, I think I think it's great you're bringing this up because you do have options and you you don't need to go to a place that brings you down like that, that you have to be in survival mode. Yeah. And that you're, you're internally, you're fighting that. Right. You know, that just that expression of waking up in the morning, oh, I've got to go into work. That's a fight mm -hmm. right there. You are, you are setting up to fight yourself through the day. Not, not, I'm not saying incriminating that. I'm not saying that's a unnatural thing, especially if the circumstances are not amenable, but it is a choice that we're making mm -hmm. uh, to either continue that and fight through that every day because we feel like we don't have another option or to start letting go and just saying right now it is what it is. And how can I reframe this? Just like we reframed the laundry doing, uh, no, I'm sorry. It was washing dishes. the dishes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Feeds my family. Yeah. No, I say it to myself almost every day now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How can we reframe this? I think one of the most memorable stories, I hope I haven't already told this one. I'll tell you if you have. Okay, good. <laughs> but it's perfect for this. I was, um, I took a kayaking, a seven day kayaking trip in the, in the San Juan Islands in, in Northwest and, um, whew, talk about fighting every day. Good grief. That was a lot of work fighting through those currents and such. Uh, but we would kayak to a, an Island and then the 
we were with a company, so they would set up the tents and do the food, thankfully. Nice, yeah, nice. Yeah, it was nice. But a lot of the places we camped out was prim- primitive camping, a little tiny tent. And uh, and the bathrooms were those composting bathrooms. Okay. And one of the last places we stopped at, uh, the composting bathrooms, I guess they still have to be serviced and cleaned out. And um, I just can't imagine a more horrid job. Yeah. <laughs> of having yeah. to shovel out all of that. And the stench was unbearable when you go in. Like you, it's one of those deals where you hold your breath, you run in, you do your business and you run out and get your breath. Okay. Oh, that's, I mean, that's how, and then you feel like, a, like yes, it. Yeah. you feel like it's just all over you. Oh. And so here was this, this young man and he was, he was driving the little four wheeler thing and he had the barrels in the back or the bags. I can't remember what. And that was his job, shoveling out those, those toilets. And I spoke to him and he was the most cheerful. He was, he was happy down to the bone. Mm-hmm. And I said, I said, I, I don't, I don't know how you have this beautiful attitude and this great smile and this job, I worded it better. Uh, but you know, like how, how Why the you, heck do you work here? Like, well, yeah. And how can you be so happy when you're <laughs> shoveling that poop? Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. I don't know. Yeah. And he just, he said, Oh, but he said, look, look around you. Look where I get to work. Yes. He said, I get to work outside all day. I'm surrounded by this beautiful nature. I get to see eagles. I see these uh, seals. I see all of this magnificent nature. And I, and that's my office. He said, so I'm so happy. I'm happy. You know, I think the average person would have been focused on that. The oh, stench yeah. mm-hmm. and the, the job itself. I would have been. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he reframed it, and he was truly wasn't put on. He was truly happy. Um, yeah, another guy who cleans out the the ducks, the dryer ducks. Okay. Pretty mundane job, but he said I get to meet all sorts of interesting people. And then he takes the stuff. The lint. The lint. Thank you. He he takes the lint and he takes it home and he uses it as his medium for art, and he makes struck like things out of it shapes and animals and all sorts of things i can't imagine i never saw the product but he actually takes that and expresses his creative side through this stuff that he's cleaning out of people's houses that's different that's different yeah i think that that's creating an option Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. not fighting the i think the not fighting part like the um where we place our focus. Right. And I, and believe me, I know this isn't easy and it's not something that uh, might be completely doable in your unique situation, but at least I hope I'm planting a seed of thought to redirect your thought and then realize how much of your life, what percentage of your life are you fighting and how can what can you let go of so that you're not fighting. How? What can you give in to? See, there is a difference there. Mm-hmm. So that you're not fighting. And it, the other thing is, I think when we decide to give in or let go, that we feel like that has to be a permanent condition. And it doesn't. It could be just for a moment. It could be for two weeks. To just try it on, like you're trying on some different clothes. Hmm, I think I'm just going to give into this situation for two weeks and see how this feels. Yeah. Two weeks is not going to change no. the the world for, uh, you know, it's not going to get you fired. microcosm or, of your life. Yeah, but it's it gives you practice ground to try a different uh, essence in your day. And then recognizing, too, the smaller things that, that we're fighting, uh, like... I explained opening packages. You know, the other day I was opening a package, opening it, and I finally got it open. It's one of those that has a so-called Ziploc closure, mm-hmm. and now they know they don't close. No, they never close, right? Yeah, and they used to, but they don't now. So I get kind of upset about this change. <laughs> it's like so I'm fighting it, trying to close it, trying to close it, trying to close it, and then I recognize, oh, I'm fighting this. So I neatly folded it over, got a clip, boom, done. Yep, yep. I think. Um... 
I think a lot of fighting, especially with, you know, our Monday day to day and tasks are, are about us getting overly focused yeah. on something so trivial when a lot of us have the tools like a chip clip oh, yeah. to just quickly handle the situation. But instead, five minutes of your day was spent in pure primary energy. I'm going to get this Ziploc to work. That's so mean. You know? Yes. And then it's just like, oh, fold, fold, chip clip, done. Right. Yeah, see, there's an option. Right? There's an option. There's a tool. There's something you can use to just yes. go with it. And what did you first have to do? You had to let go or give in. Or give in. You had to yes. give into it. Yes, to say, okay, and to recognize I'm fighting. Right. I'm fighting this situation. Then I have to let go of it or give in. I think they let go is for some situations and giving in maybe for different situations. Maybe. Yeah. And so let go of it, and then you come up with a different solution. Right. And I, I think kind of whatever letting go or giving in, whatever your brain kind of goes more towards, I think the end goal is just... Once you realize you're fighting it, stop fighting stop it. Stop fighting. Stop fighting. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but these things can teach us if we start to practice it in little tiny, little tiny capsules. Mm -hmm. But the first thing is to recognize that you're fighting. That you're fighting. Yeah. So I'm not saying go out there and, and you know, quit your job or whatever like that, but just take... Short, take small practice field. Take small areas here and there where you can practice this. Test it. Validate it. And then it begins to grow and expand outward. Then you realize bigger areas that you can stop fighting or that you can let go. You can start to identify. Because once you get out of the, the fighting mode, then you can better identify what you can let go. Mm -hmm. Just like you were describing, I, I'm so focused that I'm I'm not aware that there's option B. Right. Because if you would just notice, if you would slow down, yeah, everything gets a little slower. Yeah. Do you need that? Whatever you're trying to grab, that instant. <laughs> yes. No. <laughs> <laughs> but you you, no. you don't need it that instant, right? right. It's not going to be, because if you needed something that badly, it would probably already be in your pocket, on your hip, in right. your, in your, because you're camping, you're probably wearing cargo pants or whatever you're doing, you yeah, know what I mean? Yes. It'd probably already be on you. Yeah. You need it. Awesome. Get it out. Yeah. Yeah. But don't, a... And don't break everything to get it out, right? <laughs> That's so true. Yeah. It's almost like the frustration feeds itself. Right. And, um... We maybe we get so used to feeling that uh, urgency mode that we don't know how to move out of it. Right. I think urgency mode is part of the fighting. I think. Uh, I, I think, as you said earlier, I think we've all been trained from a very young age to go, 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 go fast, go fast, yeah. fast equals successful, and then in the last, I don't know, ten, ten plus years instant satisfaction. I mean, Amazon yes. has ruined me. I, I press something on my phone and then by the time I get home today, I'm going to have a package at my front door. I know. You know, that yes. instant satisfaction yeah. kind of has ruined me yeah. a little bit. So sometimes you kind of, you're not going to get that instant satisfaction. Right. It's true. Uh, everything, our phones, uh, just so many things right at our fingertips that if something's not at our fingertips, um, we, we, we strive for that. And then we create that, what I call that friction. Mm -hmm. And it's that friction that, uh, you can't, you can't operate against friction without fighting. Anytime there's friction, you're working, you're fighting. Right. Mm -hmm. And so maybe that's another aspect of this is to realize where the friction is, whether you're imposing it on yourself, which I do a lot and, then realize that you have an option of reducing or removing that friction, either be letting it go or giving in or doing something else. I guess that would be a form of letting go. That'd be a form of letting go. Yeah. So from a fighting standpoint, let's see if you feel a difference. I'm just going to have you grab my wrist. We'll just stay seated. Okay. I'm just curious. We've, we haven't rehearsed this. Uh, so let's take this hand and just okay. grab my, grab my wrist and let's grab it up a little higher so you can feel muscles. All right. So if I'm fighting him, 
he can feel my muscles mm-hmm. and I'm going to try to push against you. And so I'm, I'm using my muscles and I'm fighting. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of work. You're probably not working as hard as I am, but that's a lot of work. Yeah. Grab a hold again. And if I let go, there's a certain quality to that. So tell me what you feel. You just got heavier. I got heavier. Mm-hmm. And you're working. No, yeah, now now I'm working up here yes. instead of just gripping you. Right, so you're having to work a little harder. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a benefit to letting go. He, now, he's fighting, and I'm not. Mm-hmm. I'm making myself comfortable here, and yeah. you're working pretty yeah. hard. <laughs> yeah. Okay, now, um, let's rest for a second. I'm just curious. Sorry. We're going to do it again, mm-hmm. and this time I'm going to give in. Okay. And we'll see if you feel something different. Okay. All right, so grab a hold, same way, and this time I'm going to give in. What do you feel? I don't feel really anything. Ah, yes. <laughs> that was perfect. That was strange. <laughs> Um, I actually, I don't know if you noticed, but I actually squeezed your arm at one point to make sure that like my hand didn't go numb or something. Uh-huh. And that was weird. Yes. I didn't feel anything. Right. Okay. So if you can employ an, uh, a strategy where the incoming force, whether it's somebody fighting you or that they don't feel anything. Now they, they don't have anything to fight. Right. No fighting. So this is a Tai Chi principle that, um, man, this is great. I promise you we haven't rehearsed this before. That you could feel the difference in the quality between letting go and giving in. Mm -hmm. So when you grab and I let go, I'm just letting my body hang on you. Right. And that has some advantages. Yeah, like when I was on the table, I felt like I had gotten heavier. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and you're supporting me now, and I'm using your power to help support me, and I'm just comfortable here. Mm -hmm. And because you're working harder, now I can feel your your attention line a little more, Mm -hmm. and I can probably do something with that. But I, I would have to take action to do that. The giving in, it's two words, really, right? And they're English words. It's interesting, even though this is martial arts, a Chinese art. But give in. The first word is what? Give. Give. Yeah, isn't that interesting? Yeah. So maybe giving in has a different connotation than what we think. Than letting go. So what I'm allowing now is that your force is giving, and I'm taking it into my body. Yeah, it is super weird. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, because so when she let go, my shoulder, I could feel like it's like holding a dumbbell out. Right, really hard. Yeah, really hard. Yeah. And then when you do the other one, when you give in, it just feels like I'm holding my arm out. Like I'm not there. Yeah. Yeah. And wouldn't that be nice? If you have a supervisor giving you a hard time. And you're not even there. Yeah. Yeah. They'll they'll move their target yeah. to someone else. It's, this is a little esoteric, but you felt it. And I did. So this is one of the things I love about Tai Chi is that it teaches us through physical validation, some new strategies that we can then take into our day and our way. If I were fighting you, then there's just no way I'm going to win. <laughs> Probably not. Right. But this is what we want to do. We yeah. want to fight the incoming force. We want to fight that package, you know, whatever, right. no matter how small the incoming force is or fight the supervisor that's giving us a hard time or, or fight whatever it is, the car in front of us. If I let go, it's nice. It's comfortable. It's okay. It's one strategy. But if I give in, then I disappear. Right. He was holding, He, we, I was demonstrating all three just then for those that are listening. And uh, yeah, so there is a different quality to letting go and giving in. And I think that we can apply letting go to some circumstances. 
and giving into different circumstances. And I, and I encourage the listeners to assign your own meanings to those two things and, and try to figure out what they mean to you and practice them in small situations. Honestly, if you have a package that you're struggling to open with, that's perfect practice ground. You can either, you could try letting go. I was just thinking about that. You could try letting go. Well, to me, that is you put the package down and you walk away. That's not really a win for me because I really want to eat those chips. Right, right. (laughs) But if I give in, I remove myself from the situation in a way. I'm not taking it personal. I'm not fighting it. I'm just coming up with a different solution, which you just signaled. Yeah, yeah. Grab a pair of scissors. There you go. Yeah. I gave into it. I'm not going to fight it. Then all of a sudden I have other options. Yeah. Or you're trying to open that what jar of pickles or um, strawberry jelly or that one thing that you're yeah. you're twisting it as hard as you can. And then you're trying to like, OK, well, all right. So I saw my mom used to hit it on the edge of a table or maybe I'll turn it upside down and hit the bottom of it. Or maybe I'll maybe I'll just go get a tool and open it. Yeah. Well, that stinks. Yeah. Just don't don't or fight it. In my instance, I'll just go ask my husband to open it. Absolutely. Yes. And then I act real tough, and I'll go get a tool <laughs> and I'll open it for her. Absolutely. <laughs> there you go. Actually, I have a short, a video. Uh, have you seen that? Of um, how to open a jar with Tai Chi. No, I have not oh, seen that one. See That's that. awesome. Yep. And so I asked my husband if he would help me, uh, and ask him, please go buy four brand new pickle jars. Okay. And um, so, of course, he had tried to open one, and he couldn't open it. And right. he said, he said, he said, honey, you're not going to be able to open these pickle jars. And I said, well, if it doesn't work, we just, I won't post it. And so um, we put that one aside because it had already been opened. And I demonstrated by using the fighting force, just right. like me trying to resist right. you. The, the typical force, and I'm right here, I'm imitating opening a jar. Well, we're using our hand and our finger joints and, and trying to torque it. And right. our fingers, that's a lot of torque on our fingers. And get, and our fingers don't have muscles. No. So the muscles are in the hand. And you're sitting there trying to open a jar with a uh, ergonomically compromised uh, mechanism. Then you get into your Tai Chi stance and you open the jar from your feet up. Right. So you pretend that your feet are on top of the jar lid and you turn the jar from your feet and it opened. It went, and it made this lovely pop. It went, pop. Oh, my gosh. I didn't even have to use a sound effect when I edited. And my husband's face, I wish I had had it on video because his face just dropped. He was absolutely stunned that I could open that jar. And it it was the difference between that fighting it and using a, a more grounded technique where we use the whole body to uh, re to redirect that force that allows me to open that pickle jar. Right. I think my favorite one of those videos that you've done was the uh, 300-pound-plus barbecue moving. 500-pound. <laughs> 500-pound-plus yeah. barbecue moving. That was probably one of my favorite ones because yeah. Susan definitely struggled to move it. And as I'm watching the video, I'm like, I'm like, I can move that. And I'm like, okay. And I actually keep, well, maybe I can, hmm. And then I... <laughs> And then she gets to the second part of it, and she moves it no problem. And it was great watching her move it no problem. And yeah. more it flowed when you utilized your Tai Chi. Yeah. yeah. It, was, it was real nice how you did that. I really liked That was probably my favorite one you did. Yeah, and it, there's a lip there. That's why it was yeah. so challenging. You have to get that over the over lip. Over that little concrete lip. Oh, I, my I, gosh, I was like, what yes. Is, what is holding her? Does she have a rock? Oh, that's a, yeah, that's a lip. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's a good one to bring up, actually, because the other part of giving in is that you, you join force. In that example of pushing that 500 pound, it was one of those green eggs. Right. Um, <clears throat> that is also an example of, of fighting versus uh, giving in. Mm-hmm. And so when I was pushing it against it and trying to use my own body weight, that was fighting. And then uh, the the giving in, the quality of the giving in, like when you held mm-hmm. my wrist right then, one of the things that you you do is that you actually connect with that incoming force. Right. When I'm fighting, I'm against it. I'm separate. 
Yeah. So when you grab hold of me and I'm fighting you, this yeah. is me against you. This is separate. When I let go, um, I'm joining with you a little bit there, but I still kind of feel separate. Right. I, yeah. But the giving in is a different quality. Right. It, it's like I'm 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 just joining with you. There it is right there. Yep. Yeah. And I'm joining with you. So when I was pushing that big 500 pound thing, it's like I become part of it and then move in a different way, in a Tai Chi way. And your, your, your force is soft, but really effective. Right. And, and it's interesting you say giving in because you become kind of like you, you become a part of the barbecue. Yeah, or the part of the incoming force. Right. It's it's um my 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 puppy weighs seventy four pounds um wow. right now. Yeah, he's a big boy. Yeah. Um and um I pick him up, yeah. put him on my shoulder, oh my and I can walk around with him. I can cause he just melts. Aww. He just loves to be held, he loves to be walked around, he loves to be treated like he's a small dog. Uh-huh. And like I just started thinking about it when you were saying when you were giving your example, I'm like, I don't know if I could carry a 75 pound, just like backpack on one shoulder around as much as I do yeah. the dog that I carry around <laughs> in one arm and then bend over, look in the garden, reposition the other <laughs> side. And he's just like, oh my gosh. you know, I don't know if I could do that if I was holding the same poundage and just dead weight. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that is, that's a really good example. Um, if it's a backpack, first of all, it's not something we hold any uh, affection for necessarily. Right. It's inanimate. And so then it becomes a load, right? Yeah. Uh, whereas this this puppy, the 74-pound puppy, you have love and affection for it. When you sling him over your shoulder, this is a, a union of sorts. And so his weight, his load, isn't the same. Right. And I think also that's a way of looking at uh, maybe reframing our difficult, even if short-term, difficult work situations or, uh, yeah, or hardships in our life is flinging that soft puppy over your shoulder is you're accepting the load with love. Yeah. And then maybe that load becomes less like a backpack loaded down with a ton of bricks that you're fighting every day. And it becomes more of a, a lovely puppy hug that you're soft and receiving it and joining with it and realizing that that load that you have is a gesture of love. Right. Yeah. Right. And that's a giving in. The word giving in. See, the first word is giving. Yeah, and for everyone that's gotten this far on the episode, I'm sure you all just felt goosebumps like I did. <laughs> so that was real nice. And, and letting go, those words let means to allow. Mm -hmm. So it has a quality as well, to allow it to go. And certainly there are some circumstances where our life would be a lot easier if we could allow something to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there are there are different ways of not fighting, and then there's a third option, which is grab my wrist. Bye. Bye. -bye. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't let it take hold of you in the first place. Yeah. Just evade it. Move yeah. away from it. Um, so that's another option. So for those of you that were just watching, uh, what happened is I asked him to grab my wrist and then I just got up and walked away. Yeah. Sorry. We didn't explain that. Yeah. yeah. It was hilarious. Because <laughs> he wasn't expecting it. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's that's the third option of not fighting. Now, maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe it's destined that I don't eat those chips today. So I'll just leave the package. And then, sure enough, the next day, my husband's already opened the chips. And so. half of them are gone. Well, you know, And you're okay. left with the crumbs. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But, you know, I didn't fight the situation. No. So maybe, maybe it was a better outcome. You know there's a situation that's coming up that doesn't necessarily vibe with your safety or vibe with what you want to be doing. Yeah. Um, just avoid it. Right. Exactly. I mean, I think we just have way too many have-tos. 
right. our mind mm -hmm. and, and in our um, our societal stories. Sure. That the story is you have to take care of this person, or you have to do this, or you so you have to go to the party. Do you really? Do you really? And I think once you develop your own personal integrity and strength, you get better at saying, "I don't have to do that." You can still, you can still exit with grace. It doesn't have to be a, a harsh thing, but. You're preserving your own, your own personal integrity when you make those decisions. So if it's something that you're dreading going to, then do you really have an option there that you're just not accepting or not seeing to just avoid the situation? Mm -hmm. and, and you don't even have to lie or anything like that. Just You could just not explain it. I'm not going to go to that. And, yeah. and that's okay because... Uh, as as one very wise person told me, uh, uh, Danu Morgan of the of one of her books, is that all relationships, all relationships are consensual. And so that means that I'm either agreeing to be in a relationship with you or I'm not. And we have that that is our human right. Okay. And I think when we get into situations where we feel we have to respond to this person or we have to do this for this person, we have to go to this party, um, then we're giving up part of our own personal right. Yeah. Yeah. And just because I'm friends with Susan doesn't mean I like Susan's friends, so I don't need to go to that party. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I, Susan knows we're friends. I'm going to avoid the situation. Right. Or I'm going to go and just interact with Susan. Right. Yeah. I don't need to feel yeah, obligated to, to do hang out with your friends. Yeah. Absolutely. That's the other thing about letting go and giving in that I've been thinking about too is I think it's really important that when we do either, and from my connotation, I thought when we let go that we're kind of giving up a part of ourselves. Okay. I, Again, we're just hashing this out. I, yeah, absolutely. I, but I disagree. <laughs> Come on, let go of it, buddy. <laughs> but for instance, Monty is digging a hole out there at this very moment as we speak. So I have a choice. I can either go out there and fight it. <laughs> yeah. Or I could just let it go. Yeah. Or I could give in. And in this very situation, I'm not sure of the subtle difference between letting go or giving in. But uh, for me, in my heart, giving in to it feels better. Yep, <clears throat> and that's, that's kind of what matters, I think. Yeah. Letting, it's what you feel more comfortable with. Yes. But when we let go, it, it, it just feels like I'm, I'm discarding something that's important to me. Mm -hmm. It's important to me that my dog not digging holes in my backyard. Oh, yeah. I would, I would be on my ring camera right now <laughs> shouting at my dog. <laughs> Uh, yeah, texting my wife, can you get to the puppy? <laughs> yeah, Monty's taking full advantage at this very moment. But you know what? Uh, we can fill the hole back in. He can get a bath. And so giving in to the situation, I still feel like I'm keeping my values. Right. But at this very moment, it's just not the priority. No. And so there's a difference. There, yeah. For me, that's the difference between letting go and giving in. Uh, letting go is more of saying I don't care about something that I do care about and maybe not keeping my, my own personal integrity or my, my personal needs when I let go. I'm not saying that's always the case. I'm just, yeah. But with giving in, it just means, no, I still want a clean dog. I, this is a, an analogy, of course. No, I still want a clean dog, but in this moment, I'm just going to give into that situation. Right, right. But the value is still there. Mm-hmm. It all boils down to your options for not fighting. It's it's interesting that we've yeah. uh, as words and because they have such even between us such different meanings, right? Right, and so I can only imagine what it means to people that are listening or other people that we may say these terms to throughout the course of the next few weeks because I definitely bring these podcasts with me and <laughs> they, they, they stay close to my heart and I, I live them for a few weeks. I, I wonder how everyone's going to take it when I say it to them. 
one of those phrases. Yeah. Let go. Give stop in. Stop fighting. Give in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then what it will feel like when you say that to yourself or you're navigating through your day and just realizing stop fighting. Yeah, stop fighting. When, when, when you are fighting, when do we fight? And I think all of us, if you're listening, you'll become more aware. And then that's, that's really what the overall goal of our podcast is that just bringing awareness to our life. Yeah. And creating different ways to go through our life. Um, when we do Tai Chi, I know the tendency is in, in my students and often in myself too, to once we know a form, then we just do the form the same way every time we do that form. A form is a Tai Chi movement. And we just do the same way. And we're not making changes. And that's not a rich experience. And what I always encourage my students to say, to feel and sense and change. So don't always do waving hands and clouds exactly the same. Make it feel different each time. And then by that doing that, you're discovering, you're exploring. Right. You're making you're options. You're being creative. Yes. Yeah. And you're not in that fighting mode because if we do it the same way, we're moving into our body's tension. And because that's what we can feel, yeah. our end range and our tension. And we can feel that. And that becomes our set point in our familiarity. And as I always tell my students, just because it's familiar doesn't mean it's right. Yeah. Just when we're, we fight and we're not even aware of it, it becomes our, our mode. And just because that's our mode and it's familiar to us doesn't mean it's the best way. Right, right. Moving over, you know, <laughs> casting on the other side of the boat mm -hmm. to catch the fish. Just making some sort of change to see what would happen is a way of not fighting, of letting go. Yeah, if, if you guys uh, are listening and not watching for the last like five minutes, I mean, Susan have just been staring out the her bay window, <laughs> looking at the outside, uh, kind of getting ourselves a little closer to nature for a second. Yeah, thank you for clarifying that, because if you're watching, you're also probably wondering, what, what are, are they, they looking, looking at? at? And I would turn my camera so you can see, but I've tried it in the past and it just doesn't work. Um, but I have lots of windows and it looks out over a beautiful pond. And if you've seen some of my earlier videos that I made uh, six or seven years ago, um, I did video them out on my back deck and you can see the pond and the wind was blowing and it just really... Uh, a nice moment. It was and it really connected us to the topic. So I'm, I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for the, the view and, and the perspective. Yeah. So... Any other final closing comments about uh, not fighting or letting go, giving in? You need to be conscious of the fact that you're going to wake up and something's going to go wrong. Yeah. And you're going to try to fight through it. Yeah. Try to be more conscious of the fact that you, as people, we just fight 24-7. So as long as you can be conscious of that, figure out when you're fighting and try to stop fighting mm -hmm. and use one of your options. Yeah. You know, avoid the situation, give in, let go, use right. a tool, do something. Yeah. Create a different option. Create a different option. Yeah. I think that's going to that's gonna be that, that pinprick that you can then expand to the size of a pea, that you can then expand to a size of a quarter and start getting some of your your day, your life, your, uh, the away from the survivability mode. You know? And it changes your chemistry even. Yeah, yeah. And which then has a positive impact on your health and um, will grow also into a more positive environment internally inside your body. If I'm asking you or putting you to task to realize when you're fighting, you may even get frustrated with that because you realize how much you're fighting and then you're like, well, now what? And then you're kind of hard on yourself. So please don't take that approach. All I want you to do is just be a little aware right. of how much you're fighting, even in the smallest ways. Just do that. And then remember, just pick one small, fairly incon inconsequential uh, situation to stop fighting, to practice. Don't try to change your, okay, today I'm not going to fight and just change the whole day. It's not going to be possible, first mm -hmm. of all. And you're only going to um, set yourself up for failure. And I want you to be set up for success. I want you to feel the difference in the small victories, in the little tiny moments in your day and build on that. 
So please don't try to make a sweeping change all at once and then be hard on yourself. Well, I think this was a pretty, uh, pretty good one. Yeah, I, I like the topic of not fighting. Um, just become aware of this, of this not fighting and see how much of that you can invite into your life. So thank you for listening. We hope that you found this to be uh, insightful and what else? I hope it helped you in some way get through whatever you're going through right now. There you go. Susan and I love doing this for you guys. Yeah. And leave us some questions, leave us some comments. Like it, subscribe if you haven't. And thanks for coming out. Yep. Thanks, y'all. Bye. Have a great one. My wonderful friend and help. <laughs>